stock market fans. Welcome to the Stock Hypers. We got Brian and my buddy Danny. We're here to talk about the market, our portfolios, and um, and maybe cry a little bit. I think I might cry. Yes, uh, Brian. How's your portfolio doing? Uh, the last week, I'm down four and a half percent. Not good. Oh, hey, well, that sucks. You really know, sucks. Uh, Just doing podcasts. I think we were on like an upswing, maybe not. Yeah, that yeah, shit's over. It was good afterwards, and I was pretty happy. And then uh, I think starting Friday, it just kind of sunk. Well, you were warm, and we were debating the bubble. I think it's a slow-motion one, Brian. It's kind of a weird one, isn't it, since yeah. I guess the crash of, what would that be, March? The mini crash? I don't know if I would call it a crash. There was yeah. definitely a correction. Um, Odd one. Stocks that I'm in. But, uh, you know, it's, I shouldn't really complain. When I look at my portfolio, you know what's really breaking me down? It's not the stock market. It's crypto. And yeah, it's, fuck. It's, it's uh, on a tear downwards right now. Fake, it's a fake, you know, uh, item that I have, which is Dogecoin. And it had been, you know, we, we've had this uh, conversation on stock hypers where I bought this stupid thing at like seven cents and then it just did like crazy uh, right. multiples. And uh, remember, then time goes on and it starts to dissolve. Now, should Brian have taken profits? Yes. Danny, answer that question for me. I am always big on taking profits, Brian. So I probably take them too soon. But yes, always take them. And you've always said never be, you know, never feel bad about taking a profit. I wish I would have. When Corsair had that little bump a few weeks ago, it was up 20, 30 percent. I was hoping for more, and it just slowly came down, and now I'm down again on it. So well, it's July 13th, and shits happened, uh, especially for me. Doge is down under 20 cents, which yeah, 18. Um, Although, like I said many times, I don't have much into it as far as like dollar wise. It was nice to see, you know, four, five, six thousand dollars worth yeah. of uh, dogecoin um but it's deteriorated yeah too. join the club on that so brian what uh, on bubble speak yeah what you have been the savant on this so what are you anticipating in the next days weeks months well look I, for I tech heavy people like me long-termers yeah so it's definitely to me it seems it's uh We'll have these sector rotations, right? And it can feel like a correction. We certainly had that in tech from March going forward. Um, and, and then we had the cyclicals come up, and they were doing really well. But then, you know, the cyclicals, it was hard to chase that because they had run up so much. Well, now they're not doing so great. Mm -hmm. And the reopening trade, same thing. So I foresee that we're going to have um, still big tech is going to be the one that you want to be in right now. So big tech, you mean pretty much Fang only, or more the no, blue, like Salesforce? No, I, think I think you'll do good in uh, some of the large semiconductors. Um, everything that's kind of like inflation bulletproof. Like AMD, Nvidia, Salesforce. Yeah, I, I suppose that those could do really. Or well. no, those just depends on if they can get the chips in, and um, it shows some good numbers for the sector. But how could chip makers not do well over the next few years? I don't see. For them, it's about having product where, you know, you look at Facebook and Google, um, and they're not suffering with, you know, I don't have anything to sell. They always have something to sell. I think Google was helped by that Apple switch, weren't they? When some of the advertisers left yeah. Apple, or, right? 
Yeah, I think so. I, I would imagine they're kind of going to they're, they're going to be in a good position to capitalize on it. Yeah. Although Facebook's been doing just fine, even though they've uh, had a little pushback from Apple. Yeah, they you know for all the criticism of Facebook, they have made the right moves by and large for about a good ten years now. Their stock really reflects a trillion dollar stock. Hey, so, so uh, how has your portfolio been this week, and did you make any moves? Um, no, I just did a re we sold NVIDIA, because I thought okay. before pullback comes, it actually came, so uh -huh. we sold that. Uh, we bought, just put, refilled a few little things, bought more of the same. One of the hype and hate, I'll get to you later on that, Okay. is not really a whole lot, because you know, I have a lot of money sitting out waiting to buy, but if there's a correction, I can live with it as long as I have stuff to buy in for the dollar cost average. So I'm a little apprehensive because really, Brian, since March, it's kind of felt like it's precarious to me, right? The tech's just having to cool down. You know, we're waiting for the year over year to come. Even those tech companies, let's say Etsy, for example, they virtually you know went up 150% in sales over the previous year. So their stock market, uh, their stock cap about matches it. So I'm waiting for that as evaluations get year over year within range and double digits. And it kind of matches their growth. So I'm a little. On the sidelines waiting to. Yeah, which I don't really like. And it's unusual. Usually it's the opposite, I think, you know, for everybody. So I did a little bit more of the blue chippers, Apple, Google, etc. Even though Apple's near an all time high, I don't see anything in the horizon that would stop it from $3 trillion, barring an overall correction or $3 bubble. $3 trillion, dollars, yeah, when you're, uh, you're, you're predicting is going yes. to be the valuation. When do, you, when do you think that's going to happen? Is it this year or next year? Uh, I'd say, well, if I thought that, I'd probably throw everything into it because they're 2.43. So I would say likely, I mean, barring a huge correction, it's 6 to 18 months if you go by data, you know, to go up. It's got to rise only 20%, a little bit more from where it's at now, 25%, and it's there. And then they become a tr $3, three trillion. trillion. Which, if you look at some of the valuations, that's not really that far out of hand. They're, they're getting big in a lot of companies. They're deceptively big now. So, you know, mm -hmm. Facebook a trillion, Microsoft two, Amazon will be there. So will Google at two trillion. So, mm -hmm. I think those ones are safe. So I did a little reshuffling the decks. Nothing exciting. That's why I always ask you: Is there a bubble coming? Should I get it now? So what I do like to get into, Brian, I know we've talked about that on the podcast in between them, is, is video-type stocks. I think video is obviously the streaming. If you look at the streaming numbers, it's just going to take over everything. It'll beat movie theaters, everything else, TV, everything. So streaming like you know Vimeo, those type of things, anything. That's what I'm really looking to go into now, much as like pictures were 10 years ago. Streaming you're not is now. investing in AMC or like Cinemark? Uh, no. The numbers are just shit. They're just not looking good. And it's sad. But you saw when Disney came out with Black Widow that it's $60 million on streaming. People paid $30 million, Or, pardon me, $30. $2 yeah. million of them. It was 25% of their gross. Wow, that's, that's pretty amazing. That is amazing. They, they're not sharing that with anybody else. Nope. I mean? like, Couple servers. Um, that's all, all in Mickey Mouse's white gloved hands is where that's going. So I think clearly as it goes on, as our home entertainment gets better and better, and the streaming's better, the product's better, do you really want to go out to movie theater when it's, you know, it's 20 bucks a ticket here in California for a nice one? You know, people are talking, how's the experience, it's good to get out, but that's going to be more of a rarity, and why not just watch it at home? So that's what I'd like to get into. Yeah, I think people are... Aching to get out. They, still they are. Fantastic numbers in the theaters for 
you know, this post-pandemic play. I mean, they Black Widow just blew the doors off of every other movie. Well, they're not expected to go back to, to 19 levels, I think, till 2024. So, sure, compared to last year, they're kicking ass, Brian. But overall... I don't know. There's there's a sea change. I love movies, but I don't love paying fifteen to twenty dollars to see one. Then no, a date, it's thirty. Okay, then so you're gonna spend thirty bucks to watch it movie. I'll wait for three months and watch it for free, like okay. everybody else. That's right? Your plan, yeah. Look at Peacock's doing that with the Universal. Yeah, absolutely. So I think streaming okay. is is really really on the verge of this completely so taking over. your place for video that you're thinking? Well, it's it's a Vimeo one, which I can't figure out. I've looked into it. It's dropped. It's a recent IPO. But I think the well, Vimeo they have here is more than... recently came out. Huh? Yeah, and, and that's been dropping. So I've learned the hard way to not do IPOs too soon during the IPO because there's a lot of dust to settle. But you never know. So, so I'm keeping... I, that's, that's it up for a few months, if that. Oh, it has. Okay. Yeah, so that's what I'm looking at. There's a few others I'm starting on, but I'm really, <clears throat> pardon me, really like to get into that. You know, mm -hmm. unfortunately, you can't get YouTube because it's Google. A lot of things you can't get streamers are part of a bigger company. You know, I have Viacom. I'd like to up that quite a bit. So I still have a lot of Curiosity Stream. That's up and there down. There's not a lot of. Um, it's hard to get. For uh, so right. A lot of energy in this, even though it no. is a seven billion dollar company, which I didn't realize that mm -hmm. seven billion. But I kind of like to, you know, to get things before the spotlight's on because once the spotlight comes in, that does nothing but raise the price. So okay. that's one thing I'm looking at. But it's it's a tricky little thing. And again, I'm a little bit nervous because those are the companies. Let's take Vimeo for example. Are going to get hammered if it does drop. They're just going to get pummeled. Yeah. So. When you're a blue chip like an Amazon or Salesforce, you're not going to get hit as hard, I don't think. And again, just is, buy more. Uh, do you think Vimeo is like an acquisition play for somebody? Or uh, all of the above, it could be. You know, it, it also could grow out. I mean, just you'll go backwards 10 years and look at the growth on things. Look at YouTube. Let's say YouTube was a standalone company. Think 10 right, years okay. to now. It'd well, be a behemoth. earlier today. So I did actually look up just um, to see what if YouTube was spun out. Um, what people thought YouTube would be worth, and we are guessing like um, three to five hundred billion, right? Um, not that much, actually. Uh, One hundred and seventy billion is what it would be worth in twenty twenty. What? I yeah. I don't believe that, dude. I'm out. That's arguably the most important set on the web. I think that's so, vastly. I would buy heavy if that was the case. I think it'd go up personally. Well. That, um, you know, there's no real consensus on this. Even Morgan Stanley doesn't uh, agree with that as well. Well, I mean, that's, that's hard to imagine that. Morgan Stanley in 2018 said that the market capitalization for uh, YouTube would be $742 billion. That was in 2018. Wait, they said, be, okay, now you've went from like 130 to $740 billion. Oh, right, now I'm going into these older articles from like 2018. Wait, $740 billion or million they were saying? Billion. Yeah. Yeah. At the moment. So three quarters of a trillion, right? Correct. Yeah. That sounds right. Doesn't that sound right to you? That sounds better to you than uh, what Venture. Uh, I'm looking at VentureBeat for the most recent article, uh, and they're giving it $160 billion. Come on. That's ridiculous. I, I personally think it's more than that. I would think immediately that'd get bought out. In any case, can't happen. Google won't spin off unless they have to. So I own Google, and it's been one of my better stocks this year, if not my best. So you think, Brian, stick stick to big tech, the safe names in the duration? 
Is that what you're telling us? That what the savant is telling us? Well, I think there are um, definitely uh, inflation hedge, and if uh, the Fed decides to raise rates before um, they've been talking about, then uh, that can tip the market over right. to everybody looking at those safe, you know, isn't that, an, isn't that inevitable, though, Brian? The rates are going to go up. It's inevitable, right? There's going to be a sticker well, shock. They, well, you keep saying that, and I, and I, we keep thinking that, but at the I moment, know. the rates have been going down the yeah. last two weeks. And you would have thought, you know, because the rates going up set the market in a, in a downward spiral that the market would be doing so great. And granted, it's it's hitting new highs, but, I mean, we're just, hmm. we're just barely kind of, you know, inching up as things go. There's no big... Which which can be a good thing. I mean, all, all the index funds are basically at all time highs right now, and the most important index fund, my portfolio, is not. So that's just the nature of the stocks. Me and Kathy Woods are having a little bit of tough time the last week. So how was your week, by the way, Brian? Any big trades? Any big moves? Uh, no, I'm still sitting on uh, the cash that I had. My my uh, portfolio, um, as we talked last time, it was doing really good actually, and then uh, and then it's now it's not. Um, but I can look at the stocks, and the stocks that I have in the portfolio are doing okay. It's more crypto that is showing the balance of the portfolio going down. Because I have Bitcoin as well. Mm -hmm. um, I probably had, as of last week, they were kind of at equal amounts of Doge as to Bitcoin. And um, I think it was taking up about 6 or 7% of my portfolio. But since it's gone down so much, I don't think it's that high anymore. So I'm looking at it, and I'm feeling a little apprehensive. Yeah, I'm feeling a little shitty about it, but it's they're both very volatile, right? Right, and those those were your big play things. So your thing was this is going to be a big player, whatever. Well, yeah, right. for sure. Like you know, it's, it's I know it not, sucks. You uh, always want to sell at the peak and then rebuy, but it's e much easier said than done. So what is your anticipation for? Next few weeks, few months of crypto. I, I like you. I'm looking for a little bit of a pullback to buy something. I, I really have mm -hmm. been, you know, there's been some temptations and some even missed opportunities because I ended up uh, moving stops. And how I accumulated this cash is when I had a certain amount of gains on some of the things. Right. Uh, you put little in, safety breakers in there. Why is it? I ended up stopping out of some stuff. So um, I, I got out of Microsoft and I'm a little bummed that I had that stop there because Microsoft just, you know, it had a pullback and then it's just been accelerating. And, but um, Microsoft, it, it, Microsoft is the epitome of a stock you want to invest, not trade. Wouldn't you think, yeah. Brian? Absolutely. Yeah, probably. So that's my fault. I, I right. always end up trading. Well, I did NVIDIA, so it's the same here. So although it dropped, that's worked out. Didn't you um, sell? You sold your Pinterest, didn't you? Yeah, stopped that at Pinterest as well. That yeah, it's been a tough week, down eleven percent. Down. I'm almost now. I'm looking at it for another entry point into Pinterest. Um, why, why do you think it's dropping? It's just a natural flow. It's down eleven percent this week. No news, just one of those things. Yeah, tech I think nervousness. It's kind of looking towards earnings to see what's going to happen. I don't think there's a lot of um, uh, of energy in the idea that Pinterest is going to have stellar second quarter earnings. I they think. always fluctuate. Earnings are weird with them. They're just fucking yeah. weird. They're always way up, way down. No rhyme or well, reason. It's on the 29th. You know, so. they, I don't know. Do you know when they announce earnings? For on, on the 29th of, of July. So it's a couple weeks. 16 days. Okay. So if, like, um, if there is a um, dissolving of the price back down into the what is it, the 160s? Right. Oh, I'm sorry, it, no, the 60s. Right, it's in 72 now. Yeah. 
into the 60s, then um, I'll probably be buy it again. Right. You know? And you still like that long term? That's been a great stock. I do. Yeah. I think Pinterest, you know, like Facebook, I, I, all these companies continue to. Um, They're not going anywhere. They're solid. Not going anywhere. Is there a worry? Like we had talked about where you have you. Let's say I look at all that stuff for travel, like Pinterest, travel recipes, outfits. In my case, it's mostly travel. Well, TikTok has such a good algorithm. You can put in, let's say, Japan or Switzerland, you know, wintertime sunny and it comes up so is there any worry that's going to step on pinterest toes or that market's just expanding well here's here's what i think um tiktok has a ways to go to become something that i'm going to research what i want to do or what i but yeah but just for casual look let's say you're going to plan a trip you can go there it's great let's say you want to go to okay, santa barbara well, pinterest, like you pinterest would be right uh, higher on my list of choices not tiktok tiktok would be the one like I really would laugh at the little cat video or dog video. Right. But as it expands out, as it expands and videos on there, it's just going to expand its own market. So no worry it's going to eat in the, eat any of Pinterest lunch, yeah, right? In the short term. I, I really don't think that people are looking at uh, TikTok for travel advice. Right. I could be wrong. Right. But or or it could change, I'm, right. I'm I wouldn't either. To. Any desire to do that. I well, I didn't either until I tried it. You know, I don't. I had TikTok on to see what it was about, then I just tried that. It's actually pretty effective. So they have such good algorithms. It's crazy. So, yeah. anyway, I'm hoping for that. So, I actually might, well, that that's not my hyper hate, but I, I wouldn't mind buying a Pinterest gets in the 60s. I'm definitely going to buy some more. It's one of my bigger holdings. It's done the one of the best for me. I don't see it uh, collapsing yeah. anytime soon. Nice, solid growth. The, the only thing I really bought was um, I bought uh, Wells Fargo in anticipation. They're, they have earnings coming out tomorrow, right? Or is it today? I don't remember. Well, that should I be a good uh, one. Wells is tomorrow. You saw what you know, Goldman Sachs and Morgan Stanley made just gigantic oh, numbers. It's phenomenal, but they, you know, it didn't do anything for the stock. I guess it's all built in. Right. Same with Wells Fargo, except that they're more of a they're more of a I don't want to say recovering, but they're they're a little different because um, they had been beaten down and, and did so many shady things. This is yeah. Like, Wells Fargo is a fucked up company. I've dealt with them. They are dishonest. I don't wish them well. I just assume they got a business. To be honest with you. Okay. Well, so. not while I have this. <laughs> okay. As soon as you sell, I hope they got a business. I'll let you know. If I was like that, uh, had the power like in Bewitched or I Dream of Genio, I'd make them go out of business. That's how much I dislike them, which is very rare. Okay, yeah, Brian, let's... That was the only cash that I spent. Um, everything else okay. is still just waiting for a home. Well, in that case, let me throw some hype and hate at you, Brian. Is that good? Lay it on me, David. So that's, of course, we pick three stocks each that we are thinking about buying, and we get a little bit of feedback because me and Brian are different investors. He's a trader. I'm a long-term investor. I, of course, was blessed with the looks and the personality. But aside from that, we pretty much split everything. Okay, Brian, okay, old... I'm going to hate the last sentence that you had already, so... I'm going to let that pass. Okay, the one we've, before I have a lot of, it's one of my biggest holdings, Corsair Gaming, has been down the last week, 3.5%, the last month, 24. If you look at like a year-long chart, you'll see they're kind of in the same range right now. Much like I had predicted a few weeks ago on this podcast with Amazon had kind of a nine-month holding pattern, and it finally broke out. So Corsair is right about 31. It's right in the range. It's been basically the last four months since March started. It's kind of held in that range. Pretty tight trading thing. Got a brief Wall Street bets bump. So, again, buy into invest, Brian. Keep putting into this one. 
Yeah, I um, I think you're okay putting it into it. It's not gonna. I don't see it moving very much unless it gets you know another you know um, uh, shot in the arm from Wall Street bets. But, but assuming the fundamentals, this is just you know good growth story. They do they do high end gaming accessories, so clearly a growing market. You know, they had a big bump like everybody. Um, okay, so here's one of the here's one of the ones that I would hate. And I, I'm gonna hate it. Sorry. Okay. Because I do think it's going to be a little bit sensitive to one the China problem with getting inventory because of course there's probably I'm going to guess sure. most of the stuff is made in China if not all of it. Or there's obviously yeah big right. exposure and to so it. So they're going to suffer from the inflationary aspects of that. Okay. And if you're in the market for one of these things, that um, bump, you know, maybe it's a good enough brand that you're going to stick with it. But I think overall, people bought that shit back in COVID, for one, mm -hmm. and two, if you're looking um, going forward, the prices might just be a little bit high, or they just might not be available, and if you need it, you're going to buy something else. I think Corsair is going to be a little difficult um, okay. in a couple of uh, quarters. Okay. Well, I'm going to, man, Brian, I'm going to have, have to pick one, don't I? I'm gonna I'm gonna hype it because I'm long term. I think in five years, yeah, I do because I think in five years when you hit thirty to forty percent growth every year, the stock will reflect it. Again, this is more of a not a home run. This has always been a triple, right? Expanding market, small cap, Logitech's done well, a lot of things. Again, I'm gonna buy and hold. It's a matter of just buying on the right dips. Is basically that. I shouldn't have bought so close to the IPO. Had I waited, I'd be looking great. So. Okay, we'll split on that one. Now, this next one is Global E Online. I don't know if I've talked to you about this. A recent IPO. What these guys do is, well, one is uh, Shopify owns, I think, 5 or 10%. They bought in before they went, you know, much as I think they did to a firm. They butt on these guys. What these guys do is they help small businesses deal with the uh, border situation. So if you want to sell to Israel or Japan, they handle all the stuff, the language switch in your website, the tariffs, etc. So Shopify uses him. Global what? It's global. Okay, it's a really clever name. It's Global Dash E Online. And the ticker is GLBE. Pardon me, GLBE. Okay. So now they've, I've waited. And of course, since they went public, it was in May, so about two months old, and they were up 159%. I was waiting for the dip, which never came. They just had one, but then today, everything was down. They were up 6%. I thought, well, fuck. They were just kind of having a little dip coming, and then that just ended. It's a much bigger company than Corsair. It's about an $8 billion. Right, well, Corsair is a manufacturer. They're, they're never going to have that big... Well, I don't think... I mean, Logitech thought, what is it, $15 billion cap, and they've been around forever. So Corsair, I'm hoping one day will be worth $10 billion. So, yeah. So these guys, I like them because shop, I certainly on Shopify, they like them. They own them and use them. It's just basically you help smaller companies. Maybe not if you're selling on Etsy or one person, but if you have a you know, Shopify site and you're doing some decent numbers, these guys facilitate you dealing with the rest of other countries. It's a one-stop shop, which makes a lot of sense. Uh, for me, the credibility was there when Shopify bought into them previously. They have an absolutely brilliant record at doing that, buying the right stocks and doing well, making money in the stocks, and then using it within Shopify. So that really gave them credibility for me. But the dip never came. This is a rare thing where it kept going up. So 
What this do you, is interesting. I'm, yeah. I'm kind of liking this. The yes. volume is not you know, great. It's only averaging about a million shares. But day. it's a small small company, kind of a pickaxe and shovels, which I really like. Mm -hmm. Clearly, as we go on, there's a need for smaller companies who want to sell worldwide and have one company take care of everything. That's clearly an obvious need with tariffs, shipping, language, etc., returns, blah, blah, blah. So if you're probably, you know, a few hundred thousand to a few million in sales, this company like this could be invaluable. Don't know much about it, but I like it. I've been watching it do nothing but go up. So in this case... I'm going to this one, too. I, okay, I, good. I'm Me too. look at this. This is interesting. Mm -hmm. I like where it's at. It's definitely got, you know, already a run-up. So yeah. I would love a pullback as well. I've been waiting, but Brian. I've been... Could you, could yes, I've been following this, and there is no pullback for the most part. So... That is uh, that is the last one. I'm in torn on my very last one, Brian, because we just talked about that. But I'm going to go on something very boring here, Brian, that we've talked about before. Is Fiverr have anything more into it? It's been sideways. Uh, well, last year it's up 200%. It's off its highs. It's about, what, 20% off its highs still, 30%. Is that one due for run? They've been plateauing for kind of a while now. They've basically been plateauing, Brian, for about eight months. So is it time for a rebuy? Will they make another run? $8 billion company. They peaked it over $10 billion. They've basically gone nowhere except for that February bump in about eight months. Well, I'll we tell all... you what. I, I like Fiverr a lot, and I mm -hmm. think that they definitely have a company that uh, dominates in their market. Um, no one... No one, uh, other brand for what they do. Right, they are now the dominant. There's no question. Right. Yeah, and you know the international. It's not just U.S. They just are crushing it everywhere. And that that is one of the few companies that can globe trot. You know, go around the globe, like you've yeah. dealt with them. Is yeah. again, Brazil. Does it really matter? Because they have language, automatic, and there's no barriers. Because you do the works. So there's no tariffs to deal with. or no shipping. So they are a very natural fit. Well-run company, are they? But they've been again plateaued. Are they ready to go up pretty soon, Brian? You no. Know, um, when well, are they? Eventually. Earnings. Do you remember? I do not. Those but I days. can take a look. So again, like August, between August third and August ninth, they must not have okay. So. Um, so they're at two thirty, and they've kind of been there really, even with a stretch since January. So this whole year, they've basically been flat. A lot of peaks and valleys. Wish I'd have bought mid-May like every other tech stock on earth. They went up since then. They've really had a run since mid-May, 170 to 230. I like this stock a lot. Mm -hmm. um, I, here's, here's Again, long-term. Uh, here's my advice, probably. Unless it pulls back. If, it's, if you don't see a pullback and you want to get involved in it, then you need to you know, um, do it. In buy more. Chunks, right? Okay. Yeah. Have it. It's um, been a good stock. Now, pull a little bit back. Maybe buy after the earnings or right before the earnings, depending on what. And just so we're clear, I did recommend this in our first podcast, and it's went up ten times plus, eleven times since that. Not that it matters. I'm not just humble bragging. Right. I just want to bring bring you more data. So it's up eleven hundred percent since. Any data basically is Eleven hundred percent is eleven hundred percent. Last time I counted, chief, and that's without a calculator. All right, Brian. So we're hyping that one, baby. What do you got for us? I like uh, I like fiber. Let's um, yes. start with my first one, which is uh, Coinbase. So Coinbase is fuck you and that crypto rate, um, especially since uh, the uh, crypto market has been sucking ass as well. 
Um, what do you think of Coinbase long term though? Um, well, I've you... traded it lots of times, so I know how to trade this thing. I can see the range. It's been a good stock for me to trade. How have you do, how have you done trading that, by the way? Well, I haven't lost yet. Okay, I'm well that's good. Trade this thing, get what I want, and it usually does not take more than a day or two if it doesn't happen that day. Right. But what I want to know is is because I, I've talked to a few people and they're thinking that this is a very great long term play. Well, it seems to be, well, there's going to be intense competitions coming in. That's a fact. However, well, they definitely have all the eyeballs because they and they're the, the dominant, right? They're most downloaded crypto trading app. They are the Coke of, they're the, of sodas in this one. However, there's a lot of competition coming in. I still think crypto has an, just has a lot of volatility. I mean, there's just, again, that's it's. That's how they make money, though, Dave. That's the thing, is if crypto continues to have the volatility that it which it will been, right it will make money because that's they make it off the transactions they need the volatility i see what so you're saying scared away that's why this that's why this is interesting instead of playing the crypto you can play the, the well i'm gonna hype i'm gonna hype it like if you have a high risk part of your portfolio mine is relatively small if you have a high risk and you're in the crypto i would think this would be a good way to play it it's a 50 billion dollar company you know, there's talks that this is going to open in the hundred billion. That's not there yet. I'd say as a high risk long term, yes, if you keep that in mind. For it is what it is. So, you know, there, if you're in the crypto business, you're in the high risk business, right? So as it goes, I'm going to say yes. Otherwise, don't get into it. It's not for me, but I I, I could see the hype if if that's your thing. So yes, what do you think, Brian? I think it has more room to fall at this point. So I'm a little worried about it, to be honest. Um, I do think long-term, um, but if I, I'm going to have to do a, a hyper hate on it right at the moment. Right. Um, I'm kind of hating on it. And I'm just because of the dip. Crypto's not out of the woods that we haven't really seen the correction that's coming from them. But again, if a huge correction comes, I don't see how that's, if let's say Doge codes go back to seven and Ethereum drops to a thousand or whatever, mm -hmm. and you know, the uh, Bitcoin's down to 20,000. I don't see how that's possibly good for the stock. They might be doing transactions, but you've got to see a, a tarnished psychological effect. If crypto falls, they're going to fall. So, I agree. Right. So yeah. long term, I get who the hell knows. Get into it slowly. But uh, n not for me. But if you're high risk, knock yourself out. So yeah, that's that. It's not my cup of tea, but I wish them the best. All right. On the flip side of that, a... Just phenomenal stock that uh, I've owned forever and ever and ever is Apple. I hype that. That's always hype. I'm gonna hype them forever, and just the fact that it doesn't take up more of my portfolio is a mistake of mine. I know they're all-time highs, 2.4. I'm just not seeing. Why not? I mean, there might be a dip, there might be a bump for, but for an investor like me, yeah. Uh, they're just on all, all cylinders at this point, and I and that's years away from changing. There is no threat to them, none. I think that this is going to be a three trillion dollar company this year. This I don't don't doubt that in the slightest. That means no brainer. Even even so, like uh, I have shares uh, in many different accounts of Apple, and I have them at a much lower cost basis than the one forty five that it closed today. I still think I'm so tempted to take that cash that's sitting on the sidelines and just buy Apple with it. Yeah. Because I think it's 175. 
in a few months. And it's at and what? It's in the 140s now, right? 200 by the end of the year. Well, if you look, what is? I mean, what is their worst case? The 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 China exposure. Something tells me they'll be the last to be affected by that. That's just my guess. Yeah, probably not. I think that their supply chain is so well. You know, China needs them as well as Apple. I mean, it's like they're in bed together. I don't see that. Well, here's one of the many reasons I like Apple. They sell phones. Okay, I have a young precocious teen at home and he uses a phone a lot but he never uses a phone number it's all through discord and that's the same with all it's in high school so as the new new youngins come up they're still using the phone they're not using it to make calls but apple doesn't give a shit they're still using it to communicate with it so it's it's morphing into a communication device i'm sure at one time we won't even have phone numbers we'll have accounts and whatsapp or discord whatever the fuck it is right so that is apple into a watch yeah, done. The store, the store is just. I, I look every single month. Always I busy. Go to the Apple store, and I don't have a phone for Apple, but boy, the the girls in the house, they're buying some shit from that store <laughs> every month, and they're reoccurring, and I'm just like, Is this the App Store you're talking, or the physical, or both? The, the App Store, yeah, the App Store. Um, I, I am just shocked, and these. Guys are still making thirty percent off of everything right now. I mean, what is it going to drop to twenty eight percent? They're yeah, not going to lose. They're going to. I I just don't I don't see any bad case again. The only one being the bubble, but you can't wait on the sidelines forever. So there is no metric where this isn't making money. Their app stores, their advertising, all higher margin stuff. They just came out with that battery today, where it's a hundred bucks. You just, you have a magnet attached to it. They milk things. They do it well. It's an easy hype, right? They don't react to anything. They act on things. It's still their world. End of story. Okay. Five my star plus. One, and my last one is uh, a, a brother of uh, Apple. It's uh, Microsoft. Yeah, another one to go on. Love, love that CEO. Don't like him. Love him. Yeah. I mean, it's been, even you know, Ballmer's made made. He's up to hundred billion now because he just didn't sell his Apple stock. Right, he just—he was put up five times since since that guy took over. Love him, love their team. I love how they transitioned from the secretive assholes. You have to buy the CD. Now we're open. We work with people. We're not the evil guy. He's taking his time. I uh, love everything about Microsoft. Also from the city I was born in, so that's a bonus. I'm not saying it's because of me. That's for other people to say, right? Yeah, that's. Yeah. But again, if this company's if a company is from Seattle, it's an extra bonus. That's just a statistical fact. Just how it is, bro. So okay, I'm gonna do a reversal on this though, because I think I think at two hundred and eighty dollars, I think we're getting to the point where it might need a correction. And a correction for Microsoft would be how much do you anticipate? Oh, I think ten percent is gonna be uh, within uh a short period of time. Really? And now, is, is that just a natural pullback because they've been on such a run? I think so. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, you just look at their chart. It's not the same as Apple. Apple hasn't done this. And uh, Microsoft well, is uh, okay. Let me... just a little pricey right now, I think. Um, and I don't know that they have anything coming out. The second, or, I'm sorry, Do they the ever second. have anything? What, they have anything coming out. They don't have... What have they had come out ever? Last five years, but they're well, still right making now money. They're working on a new update for Windows, and so I which is their last one that'll just constantly update. But okay, Brian, let me give you a little pushback. The last mm -hmm. year, they're only up thirty-seven percent. 
And I'm just telling you, revenue has got to be up that much. So I know it seems like it, but if you look at their charts, 9% three months, uh, just 9% the past month, a half a point the week, five years, 435%. They are pretty steady non, you know, for their size, non-spectacular. So yeah, there could be a bit of a pullback. They just put their 2.12 trillion. If you look at the chart, there's been just this year, there's been several points where they've kind of plateaued. Uh, yes, absolutely. Oh yeah, there's quite a few. Okay, I, yeah. so one of those, yes, it could come up. They could be, they could be due for that. So yes, that could be the case. Just, that just means buy more. Their yeah. PE is 37. I, I had my stop on there. I'll do, I just, you know, I had it maybe a little, a little too aggressively, uh, mm -hmm. you know, to, to play. But um, I think, I think there'll be an opportunity to get back in this. Thing okay. So you're just waiting for for a little of the natural pullbacks that happen. It's just the nature of it, right? You think? Yeah, it'll, I okay. Do. I think, they're due. I think there's going to be some catalyst. Three to seven percent. Okay. That, uh, there'll be an opportunity for Microsoft. So I'm hating it at this point. I'm and not, I'm gonna I'm gonna hype it because I'm I'm hyping it because I'm terrible at doing that stuff. And I like your method. You buy over, you know, buy a little bit each week for a while, and that that way your base is covered. If it goes up, great. If it goes down, you're covered. Uh, love that company. Did you? And also, real quick, Brian, before we go, what is your take on Amazon? Because you don't talk about them. They've had a good run lately. Yeah. Um, Finally, they plateaued for months. Amazon. I don't have a lot. And just to refresh you, I did call this a few weeks ago on the podcast. I bought more Etsy and Amazon. It worked out well. So right before the ascension, the Danny caused ascension. Another Seattle company. Just just a fact. Right. So then. Uh, Amazon has a little bit of, uh, um, I think, a struggle with um, inflation going up. So I'm a little bearish on uh, Amazon. It wouldn't be the one that I would want to bet on. I would probably stick with Alphabet um, if I had to pick between the two. Okay. And um, is there? And but you know, used cars is half of that inflation. I'm not. I think yeah, inflation with shipping costs. I think is a big one. I think that'll pass, but. It affects look, everything that um, everything's everything going that on. Amazon is selling on their storefront is going to be subject to inflationary. Yeah, that's true. Okay, just, all right, fair enough. But that's but every every retail on earth will be affected the same right. in that case, right? So I think yeah. that's going to balance each other out. Well, here's the difference, though. You have you know Target, Walmart, they're putting up amazing numbers because as the inflation hits their revenues go up. Mm -hmm. You know, I think Amazon suffers because they're all about this delivery and their their um, labor cost, gas, goods sure. is going up as well. The cost of the person delivering it, the cost of the fuel, the cost of the truck, okay. the of, you know, just that last, you know, four or five miles. Is okay, so, so that's the only red flag coming in. That's reasonable. Still a good solid yeah. stock, right? Okay, what do you think about him hitting space a week from today, in fact, on the 20th? Yeah, I think that that's really kind of cool. I mean, we just watched Richard Branson do that. And Which is that fucking was, awesome. Yeah. Um, what, hey, Brian, what is with the trolling of those guys? It's always like, well, they took the money and fed people. Is it resentment? Is it jealousy? That really irritates the shit out of me, the trolling. The guy goes into yeah. space because our government stopped doing shit like that, right? Yeah, and he gets but, shit on for it. He's like, how old is Branson? Like 75? No, he's going to be 71, I think. Okay, but he's in his 70s doing that. Like, mm -hmm. no problem. Bounces around. Has Elon Musk over for breakfast that morning. 
you know, probably did mushrooms for it. I, you know, I'm going to hype that one. But what is the problem? Well, we just can't celebrate it and be happy, right? I think most people are celebrating it. You just hear people that want to fuck. But um, look, you know, they, these things push the world forward. Yes, um, in a thousand different ways. In a thousand different ways. And the technology that goes into all of these things end up trickling down into the economy. Quickly, so, right. You know, look, the guy has, this is not a, uh, this is not a money-making thing for this guy, okay? Right. He's employing so many people. Who make six figures and seven cost, figures. The cost yes. to take this trip was enormous. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you think, oh, he's spending so much money. But yeah, he's spending it on people who are making shit yeah. and, and, and um, hiring people to get it done. Those, That's the good thing about this. Absolutely. It's not just, he just spent the money and it went nowhere but you know into a, a rocket. Right. Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense. It's yeah. so short-sighted to say, well, he could have used the money to feed people. He did. He yeah, did. right. I he agree. He employed all of these people to make this happen. And right. that is a much longer tale because those those people all have jobs and did it. He accomplished it. Now these, yep. the business will um, continue to expand and grow. It's going to need more people of all different um, levels of uh uh, and clearly, it's going to be a growing industry as well, and, right? And, uh, education to do this. So, Brian, let me ask you a question. Then, let's say on the twentieth, Jeff Bezos calls up. They have an open seat, yeah. and they're going to save it for Brian. Would you drop what you're doing? Think of this, and would you say, "Fuck it, I'm in my fifties, clock's ticking, yeah. I got life insurance. Yeah. You'll give me the keys to your Robinhood. I'll watch your account in case you don't make it." Would you do it, Brian? Right now, you know. To be honest, like I, I'm not. Well, yes or no? I'm going into space. But um, would but, you yeah, do it right scenario now? Played out where Jeff, ba yeah, I would do it just to sit next to him for 11 minutes, which is all this might right. be. But I would do it to sit next to him for 11 minutes and, and just like, even if I didn't get a lot of questions answered during that time. I would do uh, because if if he's going up, yeah. he's done the numbers. It's safe. I don't. I get claustrophobic, but that doesn't look like a tight fit in there, like the old NASA, you know, Apollo yeah. 13. So that's that. My thing yeah. is I'm claustrophobic. In there, so it's a little different scenario, right? I wonder if you wear adult diapers. I wonder if just in case got too excited. Bet you do. Yeah, you probably have to. Right? They all have to, I'm, I think. I'm sure anyway. they do. Yeah. Although the ones from uh, Virgin Galactic didn't look like it. Those were like you yeah, know, like skinny jeans on. And stuff. That's what I'm looking for. He looked good. The guy looks good for his seventies. Come on. Oh, so. man, he's got a lot of energy. I love that guy. So is Elon Musk ever going space? Now it's going to be two of the three of them have been up. It's time for him. Yeah, I don't think he needs to, to be honest. I think that he's better off just sitting down on the ground. I, I'd be more worried about him going up. I think what he's doing is totally different, too. He's not mm -hmm. doing tourism. He's These guys are doing space tourism right. at the moment. Although Correct. Bezos has his eyes on being a commercial space program. Musk is exactly that. Starting from there, he just wants this to be. He wants this. He wants to live Star Trek. He really does want yeah. that life, and so that's what he's making. I agree with that. I love him. Plus, I still have a crush on him. Do you remember Uhura from the original Star Trek? Of course I do. Damn it! Damn it! That might be the prettiest woman that's ever walked the face of the earth. I'm just saying it. She's probably from Seattle. Now that I mention it, so I'll look into it. Of course, wow, you have to be. Yes, I'll do into it. Okay, Brian. So remember, stockhypers.com, daily yes. snark and news, and links to our YouTube site 
and mm -hmm. also to the podcast. So if you don't see the podcast anywhere, go that. That's right. You can and, throw uh, questions at us or comments to stockhypers at gmail.com. Yeah, and we'll start answering those on air too as opposed to direct emails. We should start doing that next week. So. Oh, that's a great idea. I just need more flattering emails coming my Something, greatness. To, so if somebody says that they're from Seattle, is it going to take precedence over anywhere else? Is we will like do a special edition. Uh, we will special edition and be broadcast live on those big time square TV sets. That's what's going to happen. So, right, yeah. All greatness. All right, Brian. Well, good luck with your stocks. What is your prediction before we go for the next week? That's your forte, not mine. Oh man, you know I see uh, I see crypto actually going down uh, tomorrow as well, and then uh, I think we're going to have a snapback. I think people are going to um, feel like there's a good entry point. For um, for so crypto or for the market, crypto. the snapback. Okay. No, for crypto, yeah. So down. So don't buy yet. Wait a little bit, right? Okay. Yeah, I think we're gonna have another crushingly good earnings seasons for most of the stocks in the mm -hmm. S and P five hundred, and with that, we're going to have ooh, ho hum. Yeah. Uh, results from the stocks. It's already baked in, apparently. Built in. We're, we're right. just right. We're just you know so high up um, in all these record numbers. Yeah. Have. But no crash for in the very foreseeable future by next podcast. Not during earnings season, unless some there's bad earnings surprise, which is unlikely. Once earnings season is done. I think we see a little bit of dissolve of this uh, summer rally, and then um, we'll provide opportunities for. There we go. Cash okay, so get get the checkbook ready, deposit the funds in the Robinhood, get ready to go. That's right. Even though there's no confetti anymore, we're still going to do it, right? Eyes on the price. I'm upset that they don't have that confetti. That really pisses me off, too. It made me feel great, even though you know, it was a stupid buy every single time. Yes, I agree. That That's a, one, of, one of life's screw jobs, no day around. All right, Brian, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Good luck. Drivers, we're out.